Well, thank you, Pastor, for such a warm welcome, and thank all of you for taking your time out of your afternoon to come and spend it with us here at the Crossroads of Louisville. This is, man, this is an amazing place. About five years ago, when I first started attending the Crossroads of Louisville, we were in an auditorium. We didn't even have a dedicated building. We were tearing up and sitting down, and we were moving things around, and it was a hectic time. But... God's grace gave us this building and a place where we could have full-time worship and we could come in and we could feel God's presence in a house that belongs to us even though we're still making payments on it. But I'm very thankful and I feel very grateful for our Crossroads family. Currently we're still in our Misdirection series. Brother Cooper started us off last week. Gave us a little bit of insights to Adam and Eve and let us know that, you know, Jesus has to be our power washer. I'm not going to forget that, Josh. It was great. I got a kick out of it. But today we're going to focus a little more on one of our other main Bible characters in Moses. Now see, Moses was dedicated to God. He gave his life for what God wanted for him. But in just a short matter of time, Moses got misdirected and changed his path. Please join me in our text today, Numbers chapter 20, verse 8. We're going to read a few passages of Scripture. I won't keep you standing long. Take the rod and gather thou the assembly together. Thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth his water. And thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock, so thou shalt give the congregation and their beasts drink. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand, And with his rod, he smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly. And the congregation drank, and their beasts also. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, Because ye believe me not, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. God, we thank you today for your word, and we thank you for what you're doing in this place, Lord. God, I ask right now that you come and you help us all, God, to receive what you have in your word. And God, I give you great praise and glory in this house today, because without you, we would be going in the wrong direction. And God, we give you glory, honor, and praise today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So my message is a simple one today. It might not take a lot of time to get it accomplished, but hopefully I can get from point A to point B in kind of a quick manner. My message title today is very simple. It's called Endurance. After reading through this passage of Scripture, there was a lot of things that I could have picked out that Moses was doing wrong. He wasn't following instruction. He didn't do what the Lord commanded him to do. His brother didn't try to change his mind. Aaron just stood there beside him and let him do what he wanted to do. So in one misguided moment, Moses changed his whole entire course. 
He spent 40 years leading the Israelites out of the wilderness, getting them closer and closer to the promised land. And then he took that one misstep and lost it all for himself. But I don't want to focus on that. Yes, it was a terrible, it was a terrible situation in Moses' story. But instead, I want to focus on endurance. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the word endurance? For the majority of us in here, it would be athletics or athletes. We always think of endurance training when it comes to athletics. Football season is upon us. And I know a lot of our guys are happy that football is coming back. Matter of fact, I caught a few people watching football games on Saturday. But in that same instance, those athletes have been training and working to get to the point that they're at now. They spent a lot of their time previous to what they're doing currently, building up their stamina, building up their power, building up their strength, moving in the right direction so that they can be successful on the field of play. Now see, for a common person like myself, I don't have a lot of endurance anymore. My endurance has kind of since fallen to the wayside. Exhibit A. <laughs> but when I was in the military, I was not physically fit when I first joined the military. I reported to basic training at a felt 194 pounds, but I could not run to save my life. But lucky for me, I had people that were there that pushed me day in and day out and guided me in the right direction to tell me, you've got to run faster. So we're going to help you learn how to go faster. We're going to help you build your endurance. We're going to train you to do this in a step-by-step process. You know, if I walked out of here today and I decided I wanted to run the Boston Marathon, I couldn't just show up when the marathon started and be like, hey, I'm here. I want to run. Sign me up. I'd probably get about a half mile into it and go, whoo, this was a bad idea. I'm not going to make it any farther than this. But see, we have to train to get to that point. So if I wanted to run, I need to run in order to get better, to build up my stamina, to build up my endurance. Well, see, at this point through our scripture, Moses was building his endurance by enduring the Israelites in the wilderness. He was guiding them and leading them. And he would listen to them complain and grumble and fight amongst each other. But he still kept favor with God because he was doing what God had instructed him to do. Moses, pitch your tents here. At night when the fire moves, I want you to move with it. During the day, if the cloud moves, I want you to move with it. And Moses was quick to tell his people, hey, we got to go. It's time to go. The cloud's leaving. We got to follow it. But in this one moment, Moses decided that he was tired. And he decided to lean on himself. And instead of listening to what God had for him and just hit the rock one time and give everybody the water that they needed, he made the utter mistake of hitting the rock twice. And then he even insulted the people at it by calling them rebels. It was funny because as I've been preparing for this message, (laughs) 
You know, it was... I was kind of thinking along the lines of how athletics and Christianity cross over. And it's very similar if you just endure me for one moment. Athletes train and they train and they train and they train to get better at their sport, whether it be basketball or football or hockey or whatever it is that they're doing. You know, us as Christians, we have to train spiritually. We have to build up our spiritual endurance on a day-by-day basis. We can't just keep walking into the day to, to the next day the same way we were the day before right. without having some type of training. And you know, God's Word is full of the training that we need in order to make it from one day to the next. Right. And all we have to do is pick it up and read it and then apply it to our lives. See, if you wanted to get better at basketball, you would go out on the court, you would shoot shots after shots after shots after shots until you could make your shot from anywhere out on that court. If you wanted to be better at football as a quarterback, you would throw the ball and throw the ball and throw the ball until your accuracy got better. Why us as Christians can't endure and get better by doing spiritual training? Right. See, we can't get better at what we do unless we train. So we have to keep pushing our endurance farther and farther and farther. And we have to keep stretching ourselves and getting outside of our comfort zones in order to expand our endurance spiritually. See, I look at a lot of things that happen at my job. And believe me, it's not a very spiritual place. But you know, you have to have some type of endurance in order to move forward in your job or in the world. See, if we don't train ourselves spiritually, we can fall back into worldly ways and we can destroy our walk with God in one simple misstep. This is why training is so important for Christians. So that we can learn how to continue to proceed without falling backwards. Granted, none of us are ever going to be on the same level. One day I hope to be on pastor's level. Right now I'm not there. I can admit to that. I'm still young in Christianity. I'm still learning how to train and how to grow. And how do I do that? I do that by prayer. And I do it by fasting. And I do it by reading my Bible on a daily basis. And I do it by giving God my best worship when I come into His house. That's the simplest way that we can train ourselves to be better and build our spiritual endurance. See, Paul gives us a little more insight in Hebrews. We're going to look at Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 through 3. And Paul says it like this. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, 
who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider Him that endured such contradiction of sinners against Himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Talk about endurance. I think Jesus gives us the perfect example of how to endure people that despised Him. His own family couldn't stand Him. They wouldn't listen to Him. They didn't believe Him. And then to have one of His closest friends betray Him and send Him to certain death and He knew it was going to happen. But yet He went willingly and didn't throw a fuss. He walked with the cross and carried it to Calvary. But yet, when they hung him upon the cross, he slipped up to heaven and said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Amen. He endured our sin yes. Amen. and endured our pain right. to give us a second chance right. so that we don't have to keep walking in that misstep that we did in the past. That we can walk in new life and new future. Yes, right. That we can be better creatures tomorrow than what we were yesterday. Right. 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 And with that training, and that endurance building up in our spirits, we start to learn some different things about ourselves. You know, we learn that maybe we don't have it all figured out. Maybe we can't do it by ourselves. Maybe we need somebody to help train us to be better. Right. Maybe we need to look to our pastor and look to the leaders in our church and say, hey, I don't have it figured out. Right. I need help. Yes. Please help me get better. Right. I don't want to keep making the same mistakes every single day. Right. I want to forget about that mess in the past and I want to move forward and I want to be a better guy and I want to be better in Christ. I don't want to be the same any longer. You know, and it's funny that we look at these letters from Paul and he was probably one of the worst sinners at this point in the entire Bible. But he was the biggest proponent of being better in Jesus Christ every single day. Right. He said, I have to crucify my flesh daily. I die daily. So that I can be better with Jesus. I don't want to be the same guy that I was. I know there's a better life ahead. But I have to strengthen myself and I have to build endurance in order to make the race. And I can't get better if I don't train. I can't get better if I don't read my Bible. I can't be better if I don't pray every day. I can't be better if I don't show up to prayer meeting. I can't be better if I don't come to Bible study. I can't get better if I don't show up for a life group and do life with other people that are having the same problems that I am. You know, it's funny because a lot of people probably don't know, but we actually have a recovery group as part of our church in both locations. We do recovery programs to help you get over whatever it might be. You know, and part of recovery is training yourself to do something different so that you're not falling into the same trap day after day. You have to train yourself to break habits. Right. 
See, and I like to encourage those people in the recovery group, break the habit. When you feel like you need to do something that's falling back into your old process, pull up your Bible. Look at some scripture. God will give you direction when you grab your book. Sometimes I just flop it open and I'm like, wow, I just turned right to what I needed for today. It doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes you have to read into it. But once you start reading, you will find the answer that you're looking for. And it's not going back to those same bad habits that you had previously. It's actually trying to get better in Christ each and every day. This is why endurance is so important to us. So that we can face the day. So that we don't have to... Oh man, i got to go to work today. It's going to be bad. It's just going to be bad. It doesn't have to be that way. If we wake up in the morning and we say, God, I want to follow what you have for me today and I want to be better on my job today than I was yesterday, who knows what can happen? You can walk into work on a high note and run into a coworker that's having a bad day and be like, hey, how are you doing today? And they can look at you and go, well, I was having a bad day until I see you come in today and you're all excited and happy and I have no idea why. But now I feel better about myself. Thank you for that. You don't know who you can affect just by building yourself spiritually each and every day and enhancing your endurance. There's nothing that you can't conquer when you enhance your endurance on a daily basis. Now, I know this is a debatable statement, but this is my choice for the greatest basketball player of all time. And that's Michael Jordan. Yes, he won six rings with the Chicago Bulls, and he has two gold medals from the United States Olympics. But you know what? Michael Jordan did not make his high school basketball team when he tried out. He was rejected and said he wasn't good enough. But what did he do? He continued to practice, and he practiced harder and harder and harder, and he made himself his hardest critic. Granted, he is full of God-given talent that I don't have, and I wouldn't want it. But you know, sometimes we're always our hardest critic. Sometimes we wake up in the morning and think, I can't do this today. I know I did it this morning. I woke up and I, my eyes opened. I went, oh man, I just can't do this today. And then I said, well, Lord, can I do this today? And I swung both of my feet out of the bed and I got up and I said, yep, I'm going to do it today. So now I stand here before all of you and our online viewers telling you, you can do it every single day. You need to remember where your help comes from. Your help does not come from yourself. Your help comes from Jesus Christ. He is the ultimate helper. He is the ultimate coach. He is the ultimate assistant. And you cannot be defeated as long as you have Jesus on your side. I wasn't quite sure how this was going to go today. I've been working 
at this thing for quite some time now. But you know, endurance is hard to keep if you don't keep trying. You can lose your endurance super quick. You can fall backwards faster than you can move forward if you stop doing your training each and every day. I'm coming to a close thing. Go ahead and come to the music. I just wonder who needs to work on their training today. I know I need to continue to work on mine. Each one of us should strive to train with our Bibles, in prayer, in fasting, each and every day. More and more than we did the day before. That's the only way that we're going to succeed. It's the only way that we're going to continue to grow forward instead of falling into that misdirected moment when we turn backwards. And we lose sight of the ultimate goal, which is making it to heaven. And standing next to Jesus Christ and accepting our rightful place in His kingdom. There's no place for us here on this earth. This is temporary. But while we're in this temporary body and while we're in this temporary moment, we need to continue to train so that we can have our eternal glory when we get ready to go to heaven. Whether that be in the next few weeks if God comes back or if God tarries and it comes months or years from now, we should continue to train each and every day and become better spiritually every single time we pick up our book. Guys, uh, I, I never thought that I would stand here and be able to preach the gospel. But I keep training. And I keep trying. And I keep trying to get better each and every time I do it. There is nothing that we can't overcome without the help from Jesus Christ. Would you stand with me? Today you might need some assistance. You might need a little help. You might be confused on how to move forward in your walk with God. There are plenty of people here that will help you pray. Prayer is the number one step that we can take each and every day to increase our spiritual endurance. Whether it be for 5 minutes or 30 minutes, 15, whatever kind of time that you have to pray, I highly recommend and I encourage you to pray each and every day, no matter how long it is. You'd be surprised that prayers that can be answered. You'd be surprised on how much better your day can actually be if you start your day off with the Lord. If you, if you still having problems, you know, repentance is the best way to start. I, I encourage you to come down to this altar today and repent, repent of your sins. Start giving it over to God. Let Jesus help you take care of it. He's more than willing and more than able. He wants to assist you in every way He possibly can. 
And after you take that time in repentance, you can be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. It takes us about 20 minutes to set up the baptismal. It doesn't take long at all. We can put you down in that cleansing water and you can come up with refreshed endurance and ready to meet the day with Jesus Christ. And then He will, He will give you the gift of the Holy Ghost. You begin to speak in the language that you never learned. It'll help clear your mind. It'll help your thoughts. It'll help you be better each and every day. This altar is open now. I encourage everyone to come down and begin to pray and ask Jesus to give us some help today.